Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Allie and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And we're with the Arts and Culture Alliance. Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. Hi. What's <laughs> going on with you, Miss Callie? See. What am I doing? I am in my studi- studio, frantically making more charcuterie boards and, you know, getting high on resin. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Not really. No, I, I don't get high. But I, it's, uh, it's fun. I just love making stuff. Don't you get a natural high from doing your I art, I get though? very happy it makes me happy I'm out there I watch all those BBC shows and crime dramas and documentaries while I've got my giant big screen TV while I'm out there doing my art doing my thing being creative makes me happy it should make you happy and I watch the bunnies play in my yard all those bunnies a million just speaking uh, you know to the public out there if anyone wants some bunnies (laughs) I've got a lot of bunnies in my yard I've got white ones. I've got black ones. I've got gray ones. I've got spotted ones. So just, you know, stop by my house. Yep. You can, you know, call I got, me. I had the opportunity to go um, do a little work That's with right. Callie recently oh, in I mean, her studio. I started sanding your project, You too. did? Mm-hmm. Oh, yay. Yeah. I, I got to make a couple of coasters. She did some and, resin work with me. Yeah. And they're beautiful. It was beautiful. really fun. Yeah. It, see how it addictive it yeah, can oh, be yeah 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 you're always i say i'm only gonna be out there for an hour right five then, hours whoops. later i'm like what row? oh my tummy's growling i'm I hungry go eat. <laughs> i am gone to the bathroom <laughs> oh my god i gotta go <laughs> anyway what are you up to oh my god my daughter is finally coming home. Finally. Yes. Miss Canada. Miss Canada. Canada. Yes. I'm so uh, glad. With the pandemic, it's been really hard to, not see, to her. see her. I know. And, uh, and her husband, we have not seen, because he is Canadian, he has not been able to come to the United States. So this will be the first time that we've all seen him in two and a half years. It's crazy. Yeah, I am so excited. And they're going to stay for 10 days. That's so fun. Yeah, it's, um, she and I already have, we're going to go get pedicures. How fun. We're going to walk the dogs every morning. She's going to help me walk the dogs every morning. That'll be so nice. And she likes to take long walks like I do. That's perfect. Yeah. Mom and daughter time. Yeah. That's so nice. And game nights. We're going to have family game nights. Oh, I'm jealous. It's my favorite thing. I love that. My (laughs) daughter works too much. Yeah. But she's thinking about going part-time already. She's 22. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) She works at, you know, Kootenai Health. Yeah. The Women's Health Department, she's either a NIC unit or... pediatrics and she's just tired Mm. they work them hard oh wow but she loves it yeah she loves it but when she's not working she's sleeping (laughs) wow so she'd like a life too yeah she would like a life and maybe to see her boyfriend right and uh maybe see her family every once in a while yeah and i'd like to see her too yeah i miss my girl right i see my son on occasion is there any milk? I'm like, hey, you you have your own refrigerator. Get your own milk. Anyway. Or those or those occasional days where he, he slept in because yeah. the puppy kept him up too yeah, late or something exactly. and you have to go wake him up. My son lives in our basement. Just, you know, <laughs> the housing crisis. 
right? You do what you can. We're all a part of the village. That's right. right? We are. <laughs> I love my children. Yeah. And I would, they could live with us forever because they're good kids. But yeah. yeah, I don't want to wake up to a barking dog. Right. You know, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. I digress. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, well, we're excited to have Radine Owens here. Aww. She is a local author and writer. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we're we're excited to hear about her process. Aww. Welcome, Radine. I am happy to be here and watch the two of you live. I've been listening to your podcast. <laughs> I'm seeing the magic live oh, now. Yeah. I'm staring out at the beautiful Cordelline Lake. I love where you guys do this podcast. Not a bad deal. We're we pretty lucky. Here. We are pretty lucky. We're pretty goofy, well, too. Well, welcome. We're so excited. <laughs> Thank I, you. I mean, I know Allie works with you because she helps kind of, I don't know, what what would you call this? Design, design the book? Oh, I she's the master the, behind I know. the beauty. She is so good. So I actually have never met you before, so I'm excited to hear more about your book. Good. Yeah. Tell Wonderful. us about it. Ah, okay. So Heaven and Earth. I do have a new book coming out, right. a brave one, anytime now. But um, Heaven and Earth came out two years ago. The timing was terrible. Funny. (laughs) (laughs) You're so positive. I'm like, "Mm, I'm like, how is this going to work out for good? So uh, my book came out in March of 2019. Oh oh my! uh, During the pandemic, Um, in fact, uh, Richard, the guy that helped me publish it, uh, dropped it off to me, and I think a week later we went and shut down mode. Um, But it opened up this incredible opportunity and. You guys probably know this as artists. It's like we create, but then the people tell us about our creation. Mm -hmm. We don't get to decide. We can have it in our mind. Well, this is what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. And so I just kind of watch it play out. Like, what is this book going to all be about? And one of the first things was I dropped a copy off to Beth Brown at Mix Mm -hmm. It Up and just you know, a little note, this is a gift for you, but uh, mm-hmm. if you end up wanting to carry it in your store, that would be fantastic. And didn't hear from her, didn't hear from her, of course, the chaos of the pandemic and her. Sure. Oh, right. Sadly, you know, having to lay employees off and just the whole Ugh. horror that yeah. happened to all of us. Mm-hmm. But in the middle of it, I got a phone call from her and she said, well, I have this extra time and I've been reading your book and I would love to carry it and oh. mix it up. And from that has developed an incredible friendship and she sold cases and cases <gasps> and cases of it. That, oh, that is gives so and she, no, and she said, Radine, the, the stories I've got to hear by um, talking about this book with different people and it's just been fun for both of us and it's developed into really precious friendships. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, if we got... had the bell, we'd ring it for Mix It Up. Yes, oh, we would. Please. We used to have the bell. I know, you we know, lost the bell. Yeah, when Wasn't we would, it? When we'd mention a, a business. Oh my God, my phone. Siri knows you. Siri knows you. She goes, baby, I can get a bell for you. I can make a bell ring for you. That was freaky. Anyway, wow. anyway, we want to give a shout out to Beth at Mix It Up. Oh. Yes. Check it out. They're, they're oh, she fabulous. brought so much joy, honestly. The things the, the things she brought into her store, especially mm-hmm. during the pandemic, just yeah. brought joy to all of our hearts. That's oh, so great. I love, I love that store. Yeah. So tell us, what's, what is Heaven-Earth? Right. Yeah. And just the concept of that is that, well, it... it it should have come out during the pandemic because the whole idea is to have a heavenly perspective about some of the hard things that happen mm-hmm. on the earth. And it was kind of 10 years in the process brewing inside of me. I've always been a writer. I won a local and state poetry contest when I was 10. Wow. 
and just had I have you know books of poems that I wrote when I was little and so I just mm-hmm. always have loved to write but this book was forming in my heart for about 10 years um, just from some of the things that I didn't foresee happening in my life I sometimes think maybe I did have this snow globe idea of what life was going to be like. Like mm-hmm. maybe I was going to skip down this yellow brick road and mm-hmm. there wasn't going to be any hardships. And um, and there was, there were hardships along the way. And I talk about it the, in the front of my book that um, when I was about 30, I was diagnosed with breast cancer um, and went through a journey with that actually, where I got to experience a divine healing. Um, and I thought, well, good. I escaped that. And that's Ooh. amazing. Wow. Yeah. And then at 37, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. Oh, okay, boy. we know what happens here. This oh. is going to be easy. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. Oh, boy. No. <laughs> and I had my thyroid removed and radiation and mm-hmm. 10 years of getting used to not having a thyroid and all that those things entail. And mm-hmm. um, and then we moved here 16 years ago. And I think I'd lived here about a year and I was diagnosed with melanoma. And oh, so that journey. And so heaven and earth is... Uh, finding heaven's perspective in the midst of the bad things that happen on the earth, not only for myself, mm-hmm. um, but for others. And, and, and that's the redeeming quality when we go through things that it ends up making us better human beings because mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. kinder to be around and we're a lot more empathetic mm-hmm. and we don't just pat people on the back, say, I hope everything's going to be okay. Hang in there. Right. And, um, actually, I had to walk through a very difficult journey with a friend of mine, Kathy Shortridge, that um, passed oh, away. Yeah. It's been about four years now. And right. um, I just felt like I could be a better friend to her mm-hmm. during that time and not say some of the awkward things that people say when they don't know don't how to know sit with to someone. Say. Yeah. It's, yeah. Silence it, is sometimes the most beautiful sometimes thing. Sometimes the best. It, absolutely. You know, that's interesting that you say that because um, when I was in college, one of my professors and I became really good friends and her fiance was killed during that year and she asked me to ride with her to um, the city this was in Virginia I went to this little uh, college Longwood College in Farmville Virginia and we drove to Richmond to meet somebody that she I think one of his um, he was in the service and one of his the guys that he worked with so that she could get some closure about it and on the way home in the car the whole the whole way home I could not think of anything to say so I didn't say anything Mm -hmm. and she told me later that I was absolutely the best person to ride with her because I didn't say a word and that's when I learned sometimes Mm -hmm. it's better just to keep your mouth shut Mm -hmm. I call it the power of presence Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I'm sure she had a zillion things going through her heart and mind, mm-hmm. but what you represented is her not being lonely mm-hmm. and being alone, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but she was free to process and not talk, you know, awkward, uncomfortable, fill up space talk because right, right. we feel like we need to entertain or like, yeah. should I try to make you feel better right. while you're right. trying to make me feel better? Exactly. It's like that awkward time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so, it's hard to maneuver. And especially if someone's never been through that kind of trauma mm-hmm. right. that, mm-hmm. that, there's no and no two two experiences are going to be the same some people deal with trauma like that with humor Mm -hmm. and other people do not and 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 then some people deal with it with silence you know it's Mm -hmm. everyone has different experiences so knowing when to enjoy the silence Mm -hmm. let it happen you know Mm -hmm. right oh that's good Getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Which yes. is great. 
That is not easy. And it never gets comfortable. It never, it never gets easy. That is not easy. Yeah. No, it's, it is. And that leads me to your second book, which is Be Brave, Brave One. Yeah. So it does take courage to um, constantly address the things that are uncomfortable in our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, my husband and I are also local pastors. And so we deal with the complexities of humanity times hundreds mm-hmm. of stories. Um, and I never want to give fake courage, you know, or mm-hmm. a you can do it or a cheerleader mm-hmm. um, mentality, because I know that the words that I would speak would just maybe comfort them in the moment, but they've got to walk this thing out. And so again, I reflect and I'm learning to be grateful for the difficult things I've been through and the situations I've been in um, so that I can give real mm-hmm. courage. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's just the power of presence or right. just sharing my story. Mm-hmm. It's amazing right. how much your story of something awful happening in your life can encourage someone else. Right. Like, oh, exactly. okay, yeah. it's not that bad. Right. And plus you're living proof. That you survived. Mm-hmm. Yes. You survived. Right. And, and that's, that's so important. Yeah. yeah. And that, you know, sometimes you feel like I can't take another thing. Yeah. And then you think, wow, she's survived three times. Yeah. Three mm-hmm. times. Yeah. So you think, well, maybe I can handle this. Right. Maybe, you know, it's going to be hard, but I can, I can do this. Yeah. I talk about this concept of, the advantage of adversity. Again, just a spin on, come on, let's find the good yeah. in this. But I was kind of recounting like some of the funnest things I've gotten to do in my life have come out of the painful places mm-hmm. in my life. Um, I remember, I think it was like seven years ago when Live Well magazine started, the CDA Press puts it out. Mm-hmm. And I got a cold call from the Cordlane Press um, and they said, hey, we heard you have a story about cancer. And I'm like, yeah, like, how, how did you know that? Can we interview you for that? And I go, sure. So I sat down with this lady and we interviewed um, and she asked me about, you know, the different diagnoses that I'd have. And they said, well, we're starting a magazine and we want your permission to be part of it. They ended up putting my story on the cover. And so the magazine comes out and I thought, this is fantastic. This is going to go into all the hospitals, all the doctor's offices. Nobody wants to be there. I was thinking about you with your daughter. And yeah. I'm so blessed by our first responders during mm-hmm. the pandemic. Oh my Of gosh. course she's tired. She's, she's lived exhausted. three Yes, three lifetimes yes. in two years. Yes. Um, and so I was so excited, but I'm holding up my hands and I'm like, this can't be the end. There's got to be more to this. And I took a brave step and I emailed them and I said, I love it. I love this magazine. I want to write for you. Yes. I have like zero qualifications rating. What are you doing here? Mm-hmm. They said, okay, it's a health magazine. We have doctors and nurses, chiropractors. What are you going to write about? And I said, inside health. Like it's super important to be inside healthy. And they go, well, send us what you're thinking, you know? Mm-hmm. And I sent him one and they said, you're in. Uh, seven awesome. years later. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's and again, great. and the and the encounters and the conversations I've had from those articles that people said, I was sitting waiting for a diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Right. I was sitting waiting because my spouse was in or my daughter was there. And I've just, <laughs> it's been some of the funnest stuff. And I thought, yeah. now how did this happen? Oh yeah. Because I had cancer. Wow. Right. Yeah. Wow. Right? Yeah. It's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. It is crazy. Hi, I'm Marilee Wallace, a board member of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and the owner of NIA, the North Idaho Alliance. We specialize in connecting women of all ages, experience, and backgrounds in our community. 
One of the ways to do this is at our annual Onward and Upward Women's Conference, and it's coming up on May 25th. Our speakers are amazing, so you don't want to miss this. Tickets are on sale at Eventbrite, and they're just $79 for the entire day. On your web browser, type in Onward and Upward Women's Conference 22. And if you still can't find us, talk to Allie and Callie. They can tell you how to find us. We'll look forward to seeing you on May 25th at the Onward and Upward Women's Conference. And oh, men are welcome, so feel free to bring them. Well, I would love to come back to um, just hearing a little bit more about you growing okay. up yeah. and mm-hmm. um, right. the influences in your life. Yeah, and, where are you yeah. from originally? Yeah. So I am a Lewiston girl. I'm a native Idahoan. Oh. I'm a central oh. Idaho girl. Wow. I was just telling Allie that I have memories of driving up to Coeur d'Alene. A lot of my good friends lived up here. Um, actually, one of them lived on Tubbs Hill, the Pulises, years ago, for any of you that are, oh. the, if you any of you know. I feel like I know I, that name. Yeah, it's I, an old Coeur Lane name. Uh-huh. Um, and so we'd jump off Tubbs Hill and I was telling so Allie that when we moved here 16 years ago, my freshman son wanted to jump off Tubbs Hill. And I'm like, of course not. I'm a responsible adult now. And your mother... Not. And I remembered, oh, you used to jump off this right Yeah. Hypocrite. Your son for sure is going to jump off. Of course. For sure he's going to jump off Tubbs right. Hill. Yeah. So I grew up in Lewiston and I lived there till I was about 20. Um, and I was going to college. I went to University of Idaho. Uh, my, my second year, I was at Lewis Clark State in Lewiston because I got a job with a clothing store, J. Jacobs. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I remember J. Jacobs. Oh, come on. 80s. Oh, of course. Fant. And they had layaway, yeah. you guys. I know. Mm-hmm. Why don't people have layaway anymore? My first job was because retail. Because they want that money. Yeah. Retail, size 579. Right? Anybody? Yeah. What I like these days is Banana <laughs> Republic because they run really big. And mm. so I still wear a small size. God bless Banana Republic. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but when I was 20, I was offered a job in California with Jay Jacobs. And oh, I wow. thought, well, I'm plenty old enough to I, move to California I all should. by myself, right? Why not? Mm-hmm. So off I went. I interviewed over three days and I was gone. Mm-hmm. And my mom wasn't surprised. I'm a middle child. She's like, okay, there yeah. she goes. Mm-hmm. And I never came back. <laughs> like, I met my husband on the no- I moved to Northern California and that's where I met my husband. My two children were born there. Mm. Um, and then, of course, we moved uh, several different places. We moved to Boise, Idaho. We moved to the Portland, Oregon area. Mm-hmm. And then I found myself back here in this cute little town 16 years ago. That's what brought funny. you back? Well, we were, pa- as I was meeting my husband, he was going into being a pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that became a story, part of my life. Mm-hmm. And um, and we came here to start a church. So we have Heart of the City Church here in Coeur d'Alene. Oh. And it has been wild and fun mm-hmm. and amazing. Amazing, mm-hmm. and I've got to meet such a vast amount and variety of people. Mm-hmm. It's been I really bet. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I always like to say it, diversity is God's design, and uh, we should never assume that any of us are going to be alike, right? That's right, <laughs> right. And why would we want to why be? Why would we right. want to be? Yeah. Wouldn't be very interesting, would exactly. it? Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Right? No. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, what inspires you? Mm, well, I love to walk and oh, nature inspires me. I had no I guess because I'd never lived in Coeur d'Alene before, I just did not know how gorgeous it is. Mm-hmm. And we were looking at houses when we moved here 16 years ago, and the housing market was just starting to bump up to 2006. It had just mm-hmm. been in a recession, was mm-hmm. bumping right. up again. Nothing where it's at now. Um, but we looked at 16 houses, and we bought the first one that we looked at up on Fairmont Loop, and now I hear it's this cute, darling area everybody knows about. Fairmont Loop. Everybody's had a beer on Fairmont Loop. They're like, I wish to go there and party. 
Um, and but and you can almost see it from here. It's just filled with trees. The moose mm-hmm. come up there, the deer, and I walk the hills, and I get so inspired by nature. Mm-hmm. I really do. I'm so inspired by nature. Um, I'm also inspired by people. I am fascinated mm-hmm. by people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get to be around that a lot too. And just the complexities and um, try really hard in an age where everyone's being really judgmental of everybody else to not make any assumptions till I hear their story. Oh, that's good. Because right. the story yeah. just tells you so much. And it everyone does. has this different story. Oh right? my heavens. And yeah. it just makes us who we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of our little quirks and, exactly. and our creativity. Yeah. And where right. would we be without? Right. Exactly. That's what we love about doing this podcast. Is oh, we've gotten boy. to meet and talk to even even people that we already know that we just get to know even better. Right. Mm-hmm. And to be able to share the everybody's stories. And yeah. It's just fun. Yeah, some of the um, older people in our church are my, are my most precious ones to spend time with and love to go into their homes. And I found out that these older people that are just non-assuming now sitting in our congregation, one of them was Miss Ventura. One of them toured uh, with the ice capades. I'm like, we need to be talking about this. Right. People need to know who you are. Do they have any idea who's sitting right. in that chair? That's fun. And so, yeah. And so people live these beautiful lives. And I love, like you guys, to just dig in and find out. Mm-hmm. The, the jewels in yeah. their past and yeah. what makes them tick. And Hear more about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there is so much to know. Wow. And <laughs> and especially, you know, those, those people that I found uh, so many people have stories to tell that you look at them and you think, oh, they're Joe average. Right. And it turns out they're, they're not, not at all. Yeah. Turns out nobody is Joe average. Everybody's got something amazing. 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 Right. Well, how how do you how are you feeling now? Everything is good health wise. You're great. You are very inspiring. Just looking at you, you Thank look you. super healthy. Thank you. And because yes. I'll show you. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm being monitored right now. I, I, had a, I had a procedure yesterday that I'm like on my throat and I go, I have a oh. podcast on Tuesday. Oh, Is no. this going to work oh, out? No. And so I've just had, you know, just a little health thing in my throat the last five years. Uh. Um, and so we're uh, digging into that and finding out answers. But that really yeah. makes me so happy yeah. that you just said that yeah. because that's what I'm believing for. Yeah. And um, yeah. it's just another little bump in the road. And I can't wait to see the yeah. good things that come out of it. Exactly. Right. Got some biopsies done of course because of my history you know right. I have the yeah. scarlet letter so just believing for a good report in 10 days and yeah. thank you for saying I so, look healthy um, I have thyroid problem mm. had it since I was 13 never had cancer but always had the fear of because I have a goiter or, oh. or hy- hypothyroid yep. and so it's always larger and they always feel for lumps and bumps and mm-hmm. things like that and I've always there was a time where like well we could remove it you know, and then you're on medication. I've been on medication since I was 13 because yeah. of it. So I'm like, I don't care. Take it. Whatever. I don't, whatever, whatever you think is best. And so, um, but I do remember that time of being like, well, well, what's it like without your thyroid? I mean, turns out 
This little tiny thing in it your throat is a matter. big deal. It is a huge deal. Your weight, your everything. temperature, your yeah, it just everything. It is a master endocrine. Yeah, and it took them about seven years to dial mine in. So if you can keep it, keep yeah, it. keep it. Yeah, because yeah. it's very hard for medication to dial in how perfect our bodies function and to knowing when it. to release, and then the decades that we go through, girls. Exactly. And, you know, right. and, and the thyroid keeping up with that is, exactly. and the thyroid medicine keeping up with that. Exactly. And, and I, I so. know my. My thyroid medication's gone like a little right. bit up and down because of the <laughs> decades mm-hmm. we go right. through. It's very interesting. And I thought, wow, I'm glad I still have it. But it, at the same time, it's the thyroid is, it's, 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 it is amazing. It's a what big it, deal. It is a big that deal. That little bow tie I know, you're like, thing what the heck? Sitting in there. <laughs> trouble. Little That's troublemaker. Little troublemaker. <laughs> right. Well, I don't stop know very it. much about the thyroid. No. Yeah, you don't have to until you have until to. Until you, you have, have to. to. You need to learn right. all the stuff. <laughs> yeah, you get that one scan and they're like, hmm, that's interesting. Huh. <laughs> you're like, what, 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 what? No. It is interesting, though, how when our bodies are supposed to you know, the way our bodies are supposed to work is is a freaking genius. It is unbelievable. It is It is unbelievable and a miracle that we wake up in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've also found that most people have something. Because, I, you know, I got into that little poor me and it's one thing after. Oh. No. Everybody has something. Mm-hmm. And so we just kind of each have our little limp that we walk around yep. with. Yep. And it just makes, it just reminds us that we're human. And, right. yep. um, and people need kindness and other people are going through things too it's just a daily reminder I know even like that just like going through the COVID you know the the different stages of COVID I've known people that lost family during COVID and my daughter uh, actually got a blood clot in her brain and that was due to COVID and uh and she's fine now but that was devastating and thinking how what the how, what is and they had no idea what the heck was happening and right. and we still don't know enough about you know the effects of COVID and right. mm-hmm. you know I've had it several times and uh, my <laughs> husband, veteran veteran I'm COVID, a, right? COVID loves me uh, I'm a I'm a favorite vessel for COVID, <laughs> and uh, Allie hasn't had it I'm a COVID virgin oh my goodness <laughs> we're so, so happy it's, for you it's amazing you know and my husband has the long haul and uh, okay I just was reading about that yeah yesterday. it's mm. crazy the, he falls asleep at four o'clock in the afternoon wow. so it's like frustrating it's amazing the difference in how your body reacts to um, everything and and how not to get frustrated because everyone handles it differently. Right, mm-hmm. and that's that's one thing I'm trying to give grace to my husband, where right. I get frustrated and he he looks at me like, "Don't be mad at me." I'm like, oh, "I am not yeah. mad at you. I feel sad right. that it's where my husband is three years younger than me and he has a lot of energy usually <laughs> a lot, and then to see him be affected this way yeah. is like who I just hope he he can find his groove again you know mm-hmm, and, right. and I said it could be a lot worse mm-hmm. that's the way I always look it could mm-hmm. be a lot worse yeah. so I'm just happy you're still here you yeah. know yeah. and of- I honestly believe um way deep in my gut that it is all about our attitude 100%. that gets us through. Yeah. Um, it's, yep. Yeah. Pos- and so that's kind of the fallout that we're dealing with too, is that there's this physical aspect of mm-hmm. COVID. And then there was this relational aspect right. of COVID oh, that yeah. 
we need to show grace for too, right? Yes. And so we we're just kind of working with some people <clears throat> through that, yeah. that kind of became islands unto themselves mm-hmm. or decided um, it's us against them. One or the and other. trying to bring everybody back to the table. Yeah. Like, remember before COVID, we all thought different. It's uh-huh. never going to change. Yeah. And we all still need to get along. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yes, right. Exactly. Get along. It would be so nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm oh. all for getting along. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey y'all, it's Jason from Tubbs Coffee Roasters. We are North Idaho's specialty coffee roaster. We are homegrown and we are local. We love coffee and we love our community, especially Allie and Callie in Artcast. We have a retail space in our roastery in Hayden, and we can also be found on the shelves at Super One and Yolks. And if you like to buy coffee online, we do offer subscriptions. You can find us at TubbsCoffeeRoasters.com. Support arts and culture and your local roaster. That's all. Well, we would love to hear some of your favorite um, passages in your book. Okay. Would you like mm-hmm. to read some? Okay. So uh, maybe I'll start with uh, Heaven and Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a little background about this story is um, I grew up next to the Snake River in Lewiston, Idaho, and I just have these amazing memories uh, with my girlfriends, which actually I just got together with them last weekend. We get together once a year, and mm-hmm. we've known each other since junior high. Oh, so I'm going to read this passage, and it was something, just a memory um, of growing up next to the Snake River, and it's called River Girl. I was born in a sleepy town with a river winding through it. We would dive into the green waters as soon as the weather allowed, spending lazy summer afternoons floating inner tubes, boating along its curving waterways. I left that river when I was 19. I forgot its unassuming power and quiet beauty, selling out to oceans and lakes that I would visit and vacation on. But the river never left me. She would beckon me home occasionally, persuading me of her value as the years wore on. I should have known I was a river girl. You just can't shake the place you were born, the roots that weave the center of you. Decades later, I am not surprised to find myself living beside a river. There's a history in its movement, constantly breathing, speaking, feeding new life into its larger counterparts. It is the source. Sometimes it calls to me, reminding me of who I am and where I came from generously offering solace to me, always bringing me back to the place where I belong. Yeah. Oh, I, I love, love that. So my home here in Coeur d'Alene is on the Spokane River. And I thought, I darn it, it, look at that. That's Just great. can't get away from the river. That's, so That's great. awesome. <laughs> I know exactly where you're talking about. My yeah. daughter went to LCSE. Yes. And so the, she'd spent a lot of time on the Snake River. Oh, and yeah. I also grew up in Jackson Hole and oh, lived off the snake river wow yeah it winds all the way doesn't it and it it Mm. is there is something about the river yeah Mm -hmm. we used to get in trouble though we weren't supposed to go down by the river yeah because it was if it was really high oh it can be very dangerous dangerous. and my my don't go down by the river oh we won't we (laughs) we all got a phone call one of our high school girlfriends i think we got the phone call about 25 years ago um one of our our friends died in the snake river we're like no you don't die in the snake you 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 float down the snake river yeah have fun yeah Uh, no it's yeah you don't want to get out in its current yeah for sure it is still beautiful yeah yeah really uh 
And now my mom's home is right on the Snake River. So when we go to visit, we just stare out the window like, wow, look oh, at that. It's gosh, magnificent. It is. It's just, she lives right at the confluence of the Snake River and the Clearwater River, which oh, yeah. is equally as stunning going up into Orfino. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. That's yeah. I love that you're inspired by nature. Yeah. I, I think all of us would do well to connect with the earth a little yeah. bit better. Yeah. It has do a story, as, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah, does. It's very telling. It's, right. I, I love love the idea of the sun coming up every day. Oh, me too. And it's a new day. Yeah. And it's, it's like, starting. okay. Do over. <laughs> Do over. That's, yes. Yes, please. Yeah. yeah and right. it, even when you're feeling, um, especially, I think, in the last couple of years, because it was so, ooh, there was a weight. Yeah. Um, just getting outside and walking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would walk my dogs and I felt better. Yeah, I was like, even if there wasn't a lot of contact with humans, right. um, it still felt good to be out in nature mm-hmm. and walk. You know, I live in Sanders Beach area, so I would walk along the water, you know, and just feel like at least I can breathe. Yeah. I'm breathing. Right. And I'm still here and we're still hanging in there. And I would talk to my family and it's, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's so important. Get outside, walk around. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Look at where yeah. we live. Yeah. I know we have a treadmill in the basement and I just can't Ugh. get on it. I want to be outside. Yeah. And yet realistically, girls, there are months in Coeur d'Alene when we have to find our activity. As I get older I and I think, Radine, if you, you when you fall when you're 20 it's no big whoop I know so uh, silly me a couple years ago my friend's having a roller skating party of course because we're over 50 having roller skating parties and I'm whipping around you know I was a roller skater for years but at 50 the consequences are very different And I fell, mm-hmm. cracked my tailbone, still hurts. This is three oh, years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a whole different ball game. Right. So yeah. now I'm walking in the winter here going, okay, maybe not the hill today. Yeah. Right yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. Right. Yeah. I fell. And my daughter gave me those, uh, what do you call them? Uh, oh, the, uh, the, 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 Tracker, yeah, the, the track, track thingies. Track, yeah, look at the gifts we're getting now, Alex. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Be careful. Here's a cane. Well, I had back surgery <laughs> yeah. last oh. October. Yeah, and my daughter was concerned that I Don't would be out walking fall. in of the course. ice. And well, I, I love broke that my, about her. I broke my ribs on the ice in front of my house, and it's on video. We so, all have a story. Yeah. Yep. Three ribs, exactly. and <sighs> I, my, I've never felt the same. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible, and I'm like in front of my house on video so yeah be careful out there right (laughs) but still go outside go get outside the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance is excited to partner with the Museum of North Idaho in a new fundraiser the Speakeasy join us on Thursday June 16th for an evening of illicit dancing live music gambling raffles and more come dress to the nines for a 20s era costume contest Tickets include appetizers, complimentary glass of champagne or craft beer, and an old-fashioned speakeasy glass. Tickets are $75 each, or $60 if you are a member of the Arts and Culture Alliance or the museum. Your purchase ticket provides instructions and the password to enter this top-secret location. You can get information and your tickets online at artsandculturecda.org speakeasy or stop in the Coeur d'Alene Chamber Visitor Center or the Museum of North Idaho and purchase them in person. Callie and I will be there. We hope to see you too. So your next book yes. Oh, yes. that is coming out anytime, anytime. we're anxiously awaiting yes. it, mm-hmm. um, Brave One, yeah. 
is um, it feels it felt a little different to me. Yeah, I love your perspective, Allie, because you've been so intimately involved right. with each one of them. Yes, I felt that too, mm-hmm. and I felt a little more edgier in this book. Right, and so uh, yeah, I felt like since Heaven and Earth came out and the pandemic and all the fallout of that. I have personal stories of the division that happened during the pandemic Mm -hmm. um, and just seeing maybe some of the underside of humanity. Um, And we all have to be very brave through that and we can't stick our head in the sand. Being brave means get going into the uncomfortable places, having the uncomfortable conversations. I learned things about myself. That's why this book came out much faster because I was like, you know, excavating these things inside of me mm-hmm. that, hey, Radine, if you don't like what's going on, why don't you be part of the solution? Right, right. And so I made a decision with some of the relational um, trauma that was happening during the pandemic to um, chase after the relationships um, at great risk. And it surprised me because that's not my normal personality. My normal personality would be like, okay, forget you because I have like 40 other people here that want to spend time with me. Right. Yeah, right. I but I found myself you. chasing people, pursuing relationship and not making it easy for people to break up with me. And it mm-hmm. shifted something inside of me. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's edgier. And uh, and so we'll see what the fallout of that is. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of excited for it. I no, know. Well, I hope it comes soon. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. we're anxiously waiting for that. Yeah, one of the things, and if you don't mind, if I if I read something out of Brave, why don't you? No, we okay definitely. Yeah, um, we and just it. a little context of the story with this one um, is uh, also during the pandemic, uh, my daughter had a series of miscarriages, mm. um, three, Ugh. and um, it's not you know, particularly common in our family. So it was shocking, even though Radine, it shouldn't be, this happens. Mm-hmm. Again, the empathy level level for people who go through that. But um, but this came this came out of, of that time and, and kind of navigating through that um, and still trying to find, to be hopeful. Yeah. Right. Um, and as a mama, trying to be hopeful for my daughter. And, oh, yeah. And, but to be real and to grieve with her mm-hmm. and then to wake up to hope the next day that mm-hmm. this doesn't have to be the end of the story. Um, and so here this is. It's early. Only a few things get me up at this hour, Jesus and family. We're celebrating Christmas today. My kids are grown and have extended family, lives of their own. But today is ours. We'll gather together, eat good food, catch up, share updates with one another, generously giving parts of ourselves reserved for the sacredness and safety of family. Turkey's in the oven for a long, slow cook. Christmas lights are on to add a cheer to the atmosphere. My mind goes back to earlier Christmas memories when our kids were small, wonder in their eyes at the celebration of the season. Sipping a warm beverage, making a list of last-minute things to pick up at the store, closing my eyes to offer thanks for the bounty and the beauty. This past year has been difficult, an assault on connection, understanding, and the things that bind us together as humankind. And so today is especially holy, when seemingly all is stripped away, those things that remain are all that were really needed to begin with. (laughs) Mm. Wow. And so uh, she ended up 
getting to have a baby. She had little Jonesy Ray James, my grandson. Um, and then this last January, she suffered another miscarriage. Oh. And so our family decided um, we're going to have a ring designed for her for those four babies in heaven. And we had each of the little birthstones designed. And I said in my heart, okay, four and no more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was getting my <laughs> attitude on, my mama <laughs> attitude right. on. Mama and we bears gave her that ring. Oh. And she got pregnant. Oh. And uh, her husband and I got to go to the ultrasound. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was about a month ago now. Mm-hmm. And the sonogramist was very careful with my daughter. They've walked with her through these four miscarriages. Right. Yeah. And so they're wonderful with her. And so as she's, you know, feeling for the baby. She said, heartbeat, heartbeat. And I thought, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for saying it over and over again to uh-huh. assure her there's a heartbeat. And so we're just, you know, we guard our hearts, but we're starting to celebrate. And she said, I, I don't think you understand. And she puts on the screen, two twins. <laughs> twins that do not run on either side of our family. Wow. Oh, oh, that just makes me so happy. <laughs> me too. And I'm going to be one busy grandma. Oh, yes, you oh my are. That's so, wonderful. Wow. Yeah. That's great. I yeah. just have one grandson and he's, he's quite a handful. Oh, he's quite a handful, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we'll have more, but yeah, um, that's great. Yeah, yeah there is nothing. Fun. I tell you, this grandmotherhood thing is a whole nother level. I feel like I was so consumed when I had little kids and usually we're struggling financially, you oh know, we're, gosh, we're yeah. just married, yeah, we're right. trying to figure out dynamics. Right. Um, and so unfortunately, I feel like I missed a lot of the little things yeah. in my kids' young lives. And now as a grandmother, it's like, I am just you want to talk about being amazed by nature mm-hmm. of watching this little person discover the world around them mm-hmm. and learn that they have a voice and they have fingers and they're right. looking at it. I'm just enthralled. This mm-hmm. is just the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I got to watch Hendrix crawl around in the grass. He went, he wasn't, he was on a blanket and he didn't really want to get in the grass. The grass, he'd, he'd stick his finger in it and, and kind of look at his finger, you know. <laughs> and then finally decided there was something in the grass he wanted, and he went for it. And he, after that, didn't care. Grass, no problem. Yeah. Wow, I they're know. just conquering the world around them. I know. <laughs> it just makes you so happy to oh. see them. Just and all the little bumps and bruises that right. they get, but they just recover super, super quickly oh, yeah. from their yeah, thing. Thank goodness, because yeah. he took a nosedive out of his uh, high right? chair. Right. It just it's it's it unavoidable. Yeah. And I thought his parents are never going to let me watch. I know. Show. That's the thing. Not on my watch. Please. Right. Not on my watch. My son, he's like, I'm so sorry. I forgot to tell you that you have to make sure that tray is in really good. And I'm like, yeah, you didn't. Tell and Ellie, that. we did this one time. And I'm like, I know. I'm so nervous putting it in his car seat. I'm like, free team. Right. Yeah. Pull yourself together. You did this. You can do this. It is so funny. It was a while ago. It's hard to yeah, remember that. And we were tired. Yes. That's what I always say. Yeah, I was, I was tired. I was and distracted remember. and so many things yeah, and confused I don't even exactly. Exactly. I don't and insecure have and yeah I don't have any yet but someday I will yeah. right. I'll be excited yeah. but right now well we all know that we can get your book the current book Heaven right. and Earth Heaven right. Earth yeah mm-hmm. um, at Mix It Up yeah. and I assume that Brave One will be there also yeah God bless her little heart yeah, yeah. she had heard through the grapevine that it was coming out and so I said hey I'll just bring it in and you can review it and she right. said I don't need to review 
that bring it in bring oh, it in that's yeah. great um, also Carousel Emporium in Sandpoint's carrying it too oh, and that's been kind of fun getting to know the owner up there that's uh-huh. a fantastic it reminds me of the mix it up from Sandpoint oh, it's, yeah it's yes. really fun it's that's a fun great. store up there Good. Yeah. Yeah, and anywhere else uh, yeah um, Salvage 7 in Post Falls lovely woman Shelly Eppers has a great store in Post Falls Salvage 7 um, and then of course on Amazon yeah, I have Amazon. a website rating.com and so uh, what I like to do in the book first comes out I do 50 special editions so they're numbered oh, um, cool. and I do some special work in them which you were subject to that <laughs> I did a few little special designs nice. in there yeah uh-huh. so Good. that's been kind of fun it's kind of been an ongoing fun thing to do that for mm-hmm. people yeah. to cool. add a few little special touches that's so. exciting yeah <laughs> yeah I can't wait I yeah. can't wait there's something about when you're a designer and you send something to print getting that printed piece yeah um the first time you see it and hold it it because it is such an intimate process of spending so much time with somebody else's ideas and art and words to um I don't know it's it's really exciting and even when it's a you know like just a brochure the first thing I do is I put it up to my nose and I take a big sniff Mm -hmm. because there's nothing like the smell of a freshly painted piece. Yeah, Mm -hmm. isn't that true? Mm -hmm. That is so true. And even in a world where so much stuff is online, there is something powerful about holding something in In your hand. I like to read books that have pages. And Mm -hmm. this has so much glitter in it. I know. Oh, see, that's a little special touches (laughs) and little special markings. I love it. And it's if to say, Oh, don't go buy that one too quickly. This one might be for you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I know. Oh. It's so fun. Well, we really appreciate you oh, coming. It has been a joy. Yeah. You are sunshine. Lovely. I know. You, you are, are sunshine. It's awesome. Oh, yep. Thanks, ladies. So uh, get yourself down to mix it up if you get have a book. minute or yes. go to Amazon or any yeah. of the other shops and pick up this little slice of positivity oh. to mm-hmm. add to your life. And oh, thank Thank you for your appreciation for art, ladies. Absolutely, oh, really yeah. cool. Well, well, it's hard not to, hard not to when you were raised with an artist mother. Oh, <laughs> it goes yeah. deep in your family. Yes, yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, well, thank you, Rady. Yeah, yeah so thank much, you. Ladies. And I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And whatever you do today, get get outside, enjoy nature, and be creative. The Allie and Callie Artcast is a program of the Coeur Arts and Culture Alliance and is sponsored by NIA, North Idaho Alliance, a woman-based leadership organization designed to inspire, uplift, and impact your community and lives. And Tubbs Coffee Roasters, globally sourced, locally roasted coffee.